Welcome back to your favorite comic book podcast. This week on First Issue Club, we've got Thumbs out on Image and Ignited on Humanoid. Comics, 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 comics! We love comics here at First Issue Club, and we're back to lead you through the muddy and sometimes murky world that is the comic book landscape. We read First Issues Weekly, number ones, in our reading club that joins you on this journey of comic book adventure. This week, we've got Thumbs on Image and Ignited on Humanoid, and we've got a jam-packed week full of comic book extravaganza fun. We have two books that are dealing with technology and the role that it plays in young people's lives. Uh, lots of old folks love to say social media is ruining the youth. What does uh, the first, first issue clubbers say about that? Today, we have Greg and Caitlin. Uh, what do you think? Social media... Uh, kids, is it? This is this is a dumb topic, but I mean, I don't know if we've ever talked about it before. Like, what do you think that social media ruins uh, children's lives, or uh, just technology in general, access to cell phones? I think we've touched on it just a bit when we're talking about like people making the commentary of people are in their phones too much; mm-hmm. they're not paying oh, attention yeah. to the world around them. Right. But I don't know that that's. I feel like restraint and self control is always. A key factor. I feel like everyone should have the same exposure to technology and access to information as anyone else does. That's I'm, I think that's vital. So you'd be the guy in one of our books. I would. Like I would be that guy from like... Thumbs. I feel like it's vital to our society to grow if everyone has the same access to the same information. Yeah, I think that we're all futurists here. We believe in the potential of uh, technology. Right. As we're <laughs> recording right now, there's a group of young people downstairs <laughs> participating in a coder dojo. Yes. Robot club. Yeah. I c- could not be more excited for them. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think kids be kids. I think they're going to I think they're going to do dumb shit uh, regardless of if they're doing it on social media or not. Right. I, the one problem is the anonymity of like being able to troll kind of empowers you mm-hmm. a little bit so it just changes who the bully is. I mean, it, it sounds, like, really weird of me to be like, in my day, you had to look your bully in the face. <laughs> yeah. But now it's not. I mean, you could be trolled from someone from another, another country. Yeah. For all you know. It's, it's so weird. I think, too, though, it, it's also, like, the access. I mean, I know, I know you get into a weird territory here where you, like, how do we meter it or how do we limit it to where it's... But just the, like, unfettered access makes them makes kids so annoying too totally well like the whole the the viral stuff and like now i'm gonna sound like i'm 80 Mm -hmm. years old but like the bottle flips and the dabbing and like all this all of this could have been prevented (laughs) (laughs) if we didn't have had there been some kind of technological terrorist attack we would have been saved from the floss and i know you can't really monitor (laughs) that without getting into tricky tricky areas but I do think that that is a huge downfall. For I'm going to say it. We need a dictator. <laughs> I, okay. need, I need someone Social to think. Social media dictator. Yeah, I need there someone to think for do me. You, Zuckerberg, get on this. Do you guys? I'm sure he already do is. you guys ever troll when you play video games? I've never trolled in my whole life. I don't know how to do it. I, I don't play enough online to troll people. I troll myself by calling myself an idiot while I play because I'm terrible at a game. 
But that's about it. Oh. And I Caitlin may, says... I maybe troll you in arguments, but that's like person to person. You troll me in arguments? Yeah, I say stuff I know is going to get a rise out of you. Is that what that is? Yeah, trolling can take many oh. forms. But it's like in a, it's never in a heat of the moment mean way. It's like a funny way. I'm like kind of playful about right. it. Yeah. But I think a lot of trolls are. Yeah, totally. Well, I think... <laughs> well, <laughs> not some, all trolls are some playful. Of, some of them I think, are definitely I think not. some trolls... Yeah, it becomes weird. So here's the, the, the mental gymnastics that I go through is that I'll play... Most of the video games that I play play are interacting with other people so like on, mm-hmm. online one-to-one mm-hmm. um and you get beat down forever like you're just losing 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 and then all of a sudden like you're kind of good mm-hmm. and like all those people that trolled you that you tuned out you're like i've risen from the ashes <laughs> <laughs> and now you go fuck your mom <laughs> you go fuck your mom you butt sniffer <laughs> It is weirdly addicting, and as a 35-year-old man, I still find myself, like, at the end of, like, winning, being like, fuck off, uh, or something <laughs> like that. Well, I feel like, okay, so that is different than trolling. I did, a little yeah. bit. Okay. That's just, like, competitive nature of just, like, oh, I fucking finally That's figured it out, and I beat sweet, you. sweet, sweet revenge. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Trolling is just, like, calling the FBI or the cops to someone's oh. house because... I, I th- thought it was uh, goading think, someone into. I think like, it's a range of trolling. It, it is. That's yeah. very, very true. It. it I. Th- I think. Yes, you're right. Uh, swatting somebody, like calling an FBI to somebody's oh, no. house, that's is not like, a verb. Now, that, is it? <laughs> it, it, is. it is. It oh, is. Yeah. God. That's like that's on the spectrum of like way too, crazy. Yeah, like terrorist uh, trolling. Yeah. And then I wouldn't say peaceful trolling, but just like the tip of the iceberg is kind of like you win in a Call of Duty battle and then you um, curse somebody. Out. Yeah. Over the like your like your headset. Right. I think maybe we need to change the terminology because troll, it sounds so kind of playful. It sounds like we're, it's like we're demeaning it. it. Just well, like, oh, what I a troll. I remember when it used to be like trolling was like looking for people to hook up with. Yes. Do you remember that? It mm-hmm. is. Yeah, yeah. It is. I also thought, is trolling a fishing term? Oh. Too? It might like, be. Ooh, um, that's like a... That would like make sense. Like you're trying to like, get, yeah. I, I yeah. don't know. And didn't and, trolling you like started with like memeing and stuff? Like just like funny memes to like get people's goats like you mad bro or stuff like that. Like I, ever since I've been on the internet, I've been trolling. Like <laughs> I, so like since AIM, Ever since there was an internet, I've been trolling. There, I can't think of a time where I was not typing in keys. Or I, or I wasn't like getting a little bit of you somebody's You were doing goat. your QWERTY <laughs> typing lessons in class. Oh, just yeah. like practicing. Yep. Like one you were day. in the lesbian chat rooms <laughs> pretending to be a lady. Send me a picture of your breasts. <laughs> I'm a breast inspector. Yeah. I never used the breast inspector. I should have used the bre- breast inspector. Free online mammograms. Just send me a picture of your boobs. I'll tell them if they're good or not. I'll tell the boobs if they're good or not. You're good, boob. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> Pass. This is this is Mike Russo Jr. You're good, boobs. Carry on. All right, boobs. You're good. You're good, boobs. <laughs> Next, <laughs> I do. I do also think there's a lot more communities for um, kids and like young people to like jump into. They can all have like their niche. Yeah, uh, especially with like you know YouTube culture, podcasts, uh, all of that kind of stuff. You can you can find who you want to be a lot easier. Have you heard this new uh, thing that YouTube is doing, where minors can no longer make videos unless there's super adult in the video with them? What? So, like, if you're under... Are you serious? Yeah, if you're, like, under 16, you have to have another adult in the video. Like, kids can't make, like, their own, uh, like, unboxing videos or game about, videos anymore. What about... 
I've seen like videos of little kids posted by adults. Is that still okay? Yeah. So like you like a kid under sixteen can't start his own like YouTube page without adult without adult uh, not presence. supervision. Well, supervision and presence. Yeah. To Wait. cut down on like kids. I don't know being kids on the well, YouTube. Well, yeah. I don't know that. Like, I'm sure that there's a statement. Yeah. But I don't. That's that's strange. This next video that comes up. Uh, that's a guy in a Slipknot shirt with a Tamaguchi around his neck. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Hip hop dancing. There's a cult- there's a culture for that too. Yeah. Yeah. Is that at First Fridays? Yeah. <laughs> when I saw that, I was like, I'm glad that person found his culture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's just called fashion, baby. Yeah, it is. So I I think that um, in that way, like that technology is kind of beautiful, and I think that it allows like so think okay Parkland. Right. Um, we have a handful of those teenagers who became celebrities. One of Kanye's only friends on Twitter happens to be a Parkland student. Mm-hmm. Um, and they found a voice and all of them had really good shit to say. I bet a lot of high schoolers have a lot of good shit to say. Mm-hmm. Right. And frankly, we didn't have celebrities come out of Columbine like we did Parkland. Uh-huh. And I think that 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 megaphone is a good use of technology um, to be able to, you know. Yeah have that transaction happen. Yeah, but on the on that same coin, it also allows the venom and hate speech of yeah. people who disagree with what they're saying. For every action there's a reaction. Right. And so and everybody well, has to see it whether you want to or not cuz your feeds are everywhere. Yeah. Like I agree what they were saying was was really profound. They had lived through this experience that not a lot of people live through or experience and their first-hand account is very important to to hear. But we get to hear these ding-dongs who are just saying, oh, these are actors. These are actors that are put there to, uh, to push the agenda, to so get rid of guns. we're getting into a little bit of what we're going to talk about in one of yeah. our books, I'm sure. But right. did that really happen? Because I yes. did not yeah. see that. Uh, mm-hmm. Did somebody call them crisis actors? Yeah. yeah. That, that was oh, yeah. Uh, the guy, uh, what's his name? Alex uh, Jones. Alex Jones. Yeah. He, Alex he Jones cla- he, and oh, me. He, that makes sense now. Yeah, I he, understand. He claimed that there was crisis actors. I'm not saying that we silence. I'm very, a big proponent of free speech. Yeah, mm-hmm. but no, it, I don't think ha- that's the answer. It, but it has to have a limit when it causes violence, I think. You can't yell fire in a crowded theater. Well, yeah, because that, that becomes a thing where you're infringing on the rights of other people. And mm-hmm. that's supposed to be the very basis of what we can't do, right? Right, yeah. Um, and it, The seeds for all of these like sci-fi horror things are there. Right. <laughs> in our daily lives yeah. right now. I think that's why Black Mirror is so popular. Um, so shout out to Black Mirror for being the mirror that tells us about our society. Did you guys know that that's what it is? It's this? Uh-huh. Yeah. You guys knew? I held up a phone that, that uh, was not lit. Oh, wait, am I talking? On the, am I calling somebody? I don't know. Did you call the police? I hope not. You've yeah. swatted us. <laughs> Siri, swat us right now. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. That'd be bad. Yeah. I think we hit, we hit tech in a good way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're going to hit tech a lot more in these next two books, mm-hmm. that's for yeah. sure. Yeah. All right, uh, Kay, you want me to... Uh, <laughs> well, before we do that, Sorry. we got to get this podcast.
First up, we got Thumbs by Sean Lewis and Hayden Sherman. Sean Lewis came to us with The Few and Coyotes, uh, a couple books that the club really liked before, so pumped to uh, get into this book. Caitlin, what do we have? Thumbs, um, a.k.a. Charlie, is our protagonist. <laughs> you like the way I just... <laughs> thumbs! Came out, we have thumbs. Came thumbs. out of the gate. Strong. So he um, he's... He's our protagonist. He's the main character, so it's it's fitting that the book is named Thumbs. But he is in like a tech-induced coma for the entirety, the near entirety of this book. Mm-hmm. So it was an interesting perspective. Like he's slipping in and out of what you assume is consciousness, and you're getting some backstory on him. But he's not actually in the present moment leading the story. But he is leading the story. Mm-hmm. So we also have Nia. Um, who is bringing him back from a mission gone awry. And we're introduced through that whole scene to this post-government takeover society where the Gamer Kids elite are recruited to stand, fight, spy, and burn down the system. We live in a society. (laughs) (laughs) That's what gamers like to say. In, in, In Fortress Victory. Is that what the <laughs> yeah. the stronghold totally, is? Totally something named by a gamer. Right. Well, when they say like, "Can we play Fortress?" I'm thinking like, "Is that a called like to Fortnite?" Like, what are they? Are they trying to draw some parallels of what? Yeah, probably any first person shooter. Yeah, but yeah. it just seemed like Fortress was a bit um, on the nose. No, no, no. Yeah. Um, I think that that yeah, I think. Yeah, it, it. I mean, so this this is definitely a cyberpunk book, which is my favorite genre. Mm-hmm. Um, it. It has like a hearkening to a little bit of like um, Ready Player One, a little bit of like Terminator, like type of stuff. Um, A little bit of like... uh, Robocop. There we go. Robocop. Um, Perfect. Anyway, kids playing video games. Um, Oh, what's that movie? Toys. (gasps) With Robin Williams? Yes. (laughs) Oh, that movie is so good. Yeah. Uh, But kids playing video games, learning how to be warriors, also fighting the government. And and a lot of other stuff. This is it a uh, heavy packed with uh, political critiques about society. Um, what what we talked about that was the intro to this was talking about critiquing tech as a comic book that is adventure and critiquing tech. Mm-hmm. Um, how did those how did those critiques land with you? I didn't think they were too heavy handed at all. Me either. Um, the the way they kind of reference why they've started mobilizing and weaponizing the kids, um, or or maybe not why, but how, was when I was a kind of turning point for me when I really started getting into it. When she's talking to this, what they call an old head, which I assume is just an adult, mm-hmm. um, or old face or something yeah. like that, um, and the woman's like. You know, they let they let guns walk into your schools. They let you guys be shipped overseas. Like, I was like, oh, that's very good indoctrination. I mean, that's interesting to me. And that seems to make sense as to why you would have this underground rebel society of children fighting via VR or video games. Mm-hmm. It was a good... It was literally my dream. I would love to be part of a secret society <laughs> trained by video games to fight the government. I, I can't imagine of a better scenario. A more myself. enthralling life. Yes. That would be your Harry Potter dream letter in your mailbox. <laughs> yes. You have been yeah. recruited. You're going to get a bunch of little tech on your face. Uh, yeah, the design was cool, too. Yeah. 
Um, and you're going to be Cyberman. <laughs> <laughs> and all, all of the time you thought you were wasting. This is the key component that I love to this. All the time you thought you were wasting your time. You were actually yeah. leveling up and you're better than everybody <laughs> yeah. else. That was outside pole vaulting and doing whatever. You were preparing shit yourself for yeah. war. Yeah. That's the key to my future. <laughs> <laughs> Which I hope happens. I hope that, like, in, I guess in 15 years and they're like, 50-year-old men, <laughs> we need you. <laughs> Finally, my time to shine. <laughs> time to put on my carpal tunnel brace. <laughs> Get out there. Old face. So, um... Calling all is this how it go- Is this how our future is going to go? Technology gets to a point where it's so helpful and so... Advanced. I mean, in this comic book, they have this thing called a, a mother. Yes. Mom app. A mom app, which is basically like a hologram that can interact with your kids, cook dinner, basically be a caregiver while the parents are off doing their jobs. And then it all goes to hell. It, technology gets so advanced, it's just like, nope, we have got to go back to caveman so, times. I will I will tell you this. And got to start making up words. Um, if you If you have a toddler and you give them an iPad, it is... Pure magic, and they will just—you can go do whatever you want uh-huh. you could, uh, for the entire day. You don't even have to feed them; <laughs> they will be captivated in that iPad. Now, the problem is, if you say you would let them on YouTube, right? Like, mm-hmm. if that were eventually, that algorithm is going to start hitting like these videos that are just like literally like weird. We've talked about this before, like these weird like Russian like videos or whatever they're wherever they're from mm-hmm. um that are just designed to like keep them like captivated and like watching. And they could easily do something. You know, I don't see a far fetched reality where it's like they're like seeding uh things of morality or whatever mm-hmm. in in that. So I mean, yeah, it's not a hologram mom app, but it is like you you have a babysitter uh app anywhere you need it now in these days i just i was more fascinated that it was actually like anthropomorphic like it Uh, it had a body well the other thing was like a hero six situation is that i mean you you mentioned ready player one but that's like very similar to that like you have they and they talk about in thumbs they talk about these latchkey kid generations where i think before it was tv and like you have podcasts out there raised by tv like that like there were latchkey kids of that generation too, mm-hmm. but as long as you have a system that is set up to where people literally have to work to survive, and if they have children, they have to work harder. Yeah, you don't. You will just not ever have that kind of I mean, situation where there's money no away, family that has to fuck. operate like that. <laughs> yeah, and I think the bigger the the gap gets, the more that's what this is trying to point toward. I mean, I don't know that it's. It's necessarily that technology has gotten so helpful that everyone kind of so, has to go back to caveman times because right. tech does everything. But I think it's just more pointing toward that. So is this like, I I, I don't know if this is r- rich against poor or if it's government versus like the rebellion. You know what I mean? Like, because it doesn't seem motivated. They're just like, oh, like the rich are just like, oh, no. Poor well, people have think, access to too many things. We need to shut that down. I think isn't government rich, though. <laughs> Like, the government well, is yeah. the rich in that scenario. Pri- maybe it's just privileged versus the non-privileged, which is basically rich and poor. Mm-hmm. But and I, I just, from what we've got from the first issue, it's mostly the government coming in saying, well, we can't control everyone, meaning the government can't control either 
just the people in general, it doesn't matter if you're rich or poor, they're just worried about being able to uh, keep people in line, which I feel like, I, I don't know if you guys feel the same, that like, that's where the book is headed. Yeah, and, and I think that another thing that this like touches on is like the parents not being home or whatever, mm-hmm. and like the mom, the mom app like taking care of them. Um, my like dad had, or my family was kind of talking to like um, my wife and I about like, did we ever consider uh, one of us staying home with our kid? And um, we were like, no, that's not a reality that we live in or any of our friends live in mm-hmm. in an economic state where one parent can stay home financially. Mm-hmm. That just doesn't. I don't know a single family that can afford that. I My sister does it. Really? But my sister has a job where she can make money at home. Okay. So she is working, but she just has the benefit of staying at home as well, being able to do that there. And yeah, but and I, it's because she doesn't make enough when she goes to work to cover daycare. See, exactly. Yeah, that. So that's, she was like, "This is what I have to do." That's if I hear about somebody staying home, it's always that. Yeah. It's that I technically didn't make more than what daycare costs. Mm-hmm. That's the only. That's the key factor. Um, but so in that reality, like I think more and more, like honestly, it it's tough for me to get out of work at five. You know, mm-hmm. and so that and like and that's, you know, at that point in time, if my kid's home from middle school or high school or whatever, they will have been home for like an hour and a half. Or yeah. Something. Yeah. Daily. And you now know? they have like early out Wednesdays. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and so not that I need to be there, but I'm just saying like this is this that's is a reality. Yeah. Missed. Yeah. This is a reality that's like not too far off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Smart cars. Your, your smart car just picks them up, brings them back. That's y- a thing. Your mom well, apps like, there making snacks after mm-hmm. school. I in Ready Player One, everybody's working in this VR system anyway, so they're there physically, maybe, but they're not there because they're mm-hmm. immersed in this world where they're working, and mm-hmm. like e-commerce could be headed in that direction. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Bitcoin. <laughs> I shouldn't have sold all my Bitcoin. <laughs> we can go. We can go check the dump after this. Did you throw it away on accident? Yeah. <laughs> Added an old pair of pants. Diving for Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is called thumbs, I imagine, because you push keyboards like with uh, with your thumbs sometimes. But what's interesting about that is I don't actually, when I type, I don't use my thumb. Are you trolling me? <laughs> Are we being trolled at the moment? That, hurt. that actually hurt my thumb. <laughs> <laughs> Pretending uh, to not type with my thumb. See? <laughs> I Jerking around. Just... Get yourself hurt. <laughs> so that's like his that's like his gamer tag, right? Yeah. Yeah. Thumbs. Because he's good with his digits. Doesn't he say something like what that? I was like gross. Because <laughs> his dick is the size of a thumb. Yeah. <laughs> thumb dick. <laughs> Why do they call you thumbs? Because I don't have any thumbs. That seems mean. <laughs> I sewed my thumb onto my dick. <laughs> <laughs> Why wouldn't you just be thumb then? Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Don't look into this. Uh, well, oh, like your name's so great? <laughs> yeah, it's Flatfoot. <laughs> we should also mention that, uh, so he's in a coma. Yep. Wakes up from the coma at the mm-hmm. end of the book. And he's an old man. He's uh, 21. Old, yeah. Old these days. <laughs> well, if you go to sleep. Old these days. Yeah, you'd be you'd be retiring if you were in the NBA, thinking about it at least. Really? No. Okay. I was, yeah. LeBron is uh, my age exactly. 44. <laughs> 47. Oh. <laughs> Getting up there. We're all 60 years old. <laughs> uh, I relate to the youth. <laughs> What's up, hip, cool cats? <laughs> oh. Pound, um, pound it. 
is, is that possible to be in a coma for six years and, and not, wake not up? have like brain damage? Yeah, I feel like nah. It's we're we're not in that society, so I think maybe they're using a little bit of future logic there. Oh, but, what's the but longest you guys not. have ever passed out? Um, ninety three to ninety four. Like I don't remember a fucking thing. <laughs> well, if that's what we're going by, my whole childhood. <laughs> there, yeah. yeah. I woke up yesterday. <laughs> you were memento. Yeah. <laughs> just it was just black void until I woke up this morning. Oh. E- every day is new to me. I have to watch a video What's like fifty first dates every morning. <laughs> Hello, your name's Greg and. The woman next to you is the love of your life. Oh, I thought you were telling me my name was Greg for a second. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the video you play me every day. Everyone's Greg. <laughs> is that what happens in Fifty First Days? Yes. Yeah, plays her a movie every day. I remember liking that movie a lot. It was, yeah. it was good. Yeah, one of Adam Sandler's rare, not goofy hits. Is he? Is there a scene where he's riding a boat listening to the Beach Boys crying? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what an happy night. <laughs> Put that in any movie and I will love it. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> Adam, I'm ho- I hope you're listening. <laughs> Give us Jack and Jill, too. Oh. <laughs> the last Zohan. Oh, I never saw that. He, he did a stretch of movies where everyone was just like, well, how the fuck are you getting funding for any of this? He did a handful of like Netflix stuff that I like. Yeah. Uh, well, I I don't even know the opinion. I was going to say that I heard weren't bad, but I don't know if that's true, actually. Dra- they're like dramedies. The Meyerwitz or whatever? Yeah. Is that him? Yeah, and did like The Cobbler's Son and Punch Drunk Love. Mm-hmm. Um, Rain, on, Rain, Rain on Me. Yeah, I yeah, loved yeah. Rain on Me. Uh, f- funny People. Right. Like uh, so he, sp- Spanglish. Yeah, he does these serious roles where you're like, fuck it. Adam Sandler can Dude's act. a diverse actor. He yeah. Can, <laughs> but then he does Jack and Jill, too. And fucking whatever you said. You think, well, you know what? He needs to breathe a little. <laughs> you think Chris Farley would have gotten into serious roles? Absolutely. Y- really? Yeah, yeah, I really do. I okay. feel like he he was a tortured soul. So I feel like eventually he would have been like exactly like Adam Sandler. He would have been, you know, I got to get more A lot of those here. guys do eventually. Did you know that he actually tried out for Shrek? There's video, there's uh, recordings of him reading the Shrek script. Okay. Uh, to like the the drawings and stuff before, and he died like a few months later. Oh, oh. So like he was being considered. Wait, I didn't f- realize that Shrek and that was in the same timeline. Well, you got to remember, it takes a long time for yeah them yeah. to make movies like yeah. that. Well, so they so, had the script and like the pencil drawings. Did for he it finish? All. Did he finish Almost Heroes? He did. Okay. John Candy died during the filming of uh, Wagons Ho or something or or. They both did westerns as their last movies. Kind of, yeah. Although I think Chris Farley's was more of like a Lewis and Clark. Yeah, thing. that's true. But it was set in the old west, so yeah, you're right. All right, well, mm-hmm. a, a walk down '90s comedy lane. <laughs> <laughs> how Sad. did we even get there? I don't know. Uh, I don't actually know how we got there <laughs> either. I think I mentioned Fifty First Dates, and we took it. From oh, there. there we go. Yeah, yeah for sure. Right, okay. Thank you. <laughs> well, bow tied. Uh, thumbs and. Adam Sandler, check them out. <laughs> They're great. Have you heard of Adam Sandler? You probably haven't. Have you guys heard of this? Have you seen this? Have you heard of this? Next up, we have Ignited by Mark Wade, Kwanzaa, 
Osagiefo, and art by Phil Briones. This is on Humanoid Publishing. And let me tell you one thing about Humanoid Publishing. If uh, you want to buy a comic book from them, it will be nay impossible (laughs) to get it digitally. Their website is complete and utter trash. That is, says nothing about the quality of this comic book, but Humanoid, get your shit together as far as a digital presence and technology is concerned. Caitlin, (laughs) tell me about Ignited. (laughs) Well, despite the difficulties in obtaining this thing, when you get it into your hands and you read its pages, um, you will find kind of similar themes to Thumbs in a lot of ways. In the first way that they both reference the school shooting. In the second way that they both have epilogues that are attached to this main story itself, which is not always something you get. Sometimes you get... A preview, I think, in in Ignited, you get a preview of another book, too. But um, it was just interesting, the similarities, as I was reading them kind of back-to-back, just um, noticing that it was a good week for themes. So in Ignited, I have no idea how to pronounce this correctly, but I'm going to guess Anouk is the the main character's name. She's kind of indirectly introducing us to this story, this setting, and what's going to happen from here. Um, She goes to school at an academy where a mass shooting has occurred just months prior and is now back for its first days. There are students that have gone missing and are believed to have had a hand in the attack itself. What we find out is maybe they've just had something to do with the viral and wave school-wide alerts and the teacher's recent case of butt troubles. <laughs> yes. Um, I got a handful of questions for yeah. you. I have a, well, a myriad of questions. I mean, questions. I know it ended weird, but that's because there are certain parts of this book I feel like are they read a little young, but I also think that that's supposed to be true to its subject material mm-hmm. type of thing. So first up, if we didn't say it, uh, Mark Wade and OCGFO are uh, powerhouses in comic book right now. OCGFO mm-hmm. did Black. Um, we did Black AF mm-hmm. like a, over a year ago, I think. And then Mark Wade has done in- enormous things, Lots of a lot of people's famous runs, uh, fa- favorite runs, uh, Daredevil. Um, Any big two book he's worked on. Right. You've, and- you've read Mark Wade. And so uh, this book came out like kind of like I would say hushed comparatively to the people that are actually on it. Yeah, Uh, not a ton of press and hard to get as I uh, talked about. But one thing that so this is a humanoid publisher. I believe that Mark Wade is directly financially in that Mm -hmm. uh, realm of some sorts. And this is the question I have. I think this is setting up some characters that will be throughout all humanoid literature, like a Marvel or DC, like almost their X-Men. Is that correct? I think you're right. I think he's laying the groundwork for a new superhero-esque team. Well, because this is like, they get into the back pages of it and they start talking about like how this is a, an arc that they've named Triggered. So, like, if this is an arc within... Good job remembering the arc name. Yeah. Um, I was trying to recover from last week. Yeah, I should have quizzed you. Um, But, like, if this... Because that is is nowhere even in this first issue. So I think they're setting up to, like, to have these people be introduced, and this is just going to be a part of their origin story and where they're going to go. Okay. I don't know if I just restated everything you guys just said. No, I, I was asking a question. So I didn't know if we're just supposed to sit. Because it does feel like we're getting a really cool 
I, I thought really interesting story about a school shooting and the reaction afterwards. But then we're also getting introduced very, very slowly, like intentionally slowly to some superhuman uh, high schoolers. Which if this was just a comic about reactions and the lives of students who were affected by a school shooting, that would have been great. That would have been I, I have never seen a comic book that handles that, to be honest. Yeah. And this did, I thought, a relatively good job um, kind of tiptoeing into that. It's super unique to me. I mean, you think of the origin stories. I mean, you have, like, robberies and just muggings, like, for, like, Batman or for Spider-Man. It, well, it, the radioactive spider thing, notwithstanding. Uh-huh. But, like, you know, it's, it's just a different kind of the- politically driven... Something real yeah. grounded in our actual present times to be this catalyst for a new team of superheroes. That is, is a neat. brilliant point. The galvanizing force was a school shooting that formed that will form this super this superhuman team. Mm-hmm. And what a way to connect new readers, young readers, to be like, I know this. Yeah, it's it does feel super real. It it starts off with. A uh, why can't I remember the fucker's name that sells like uh, testosterone drugs? Oh, uh, Alex Jones. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It starts off with like obviously it's Alex Jones talking on the yes. radio. Factivism. Uh, yeah, saying saying <laughs> no. that there's there's crap. Yeah, he calls him. That's a really cool. I thought that was a great name for I his show. Too. Factivism. Or, or like, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then he like calls out crisis actors, and then they go to like a very like real feeling like Gen Z high school kind of. Uh, scenario um, is an academy the same thing as a high school yes okay. well it it, it kind of depends I think it's just in terms of like funding and specific purpose to a mission yeah like for like it's if you serve a specific population you could be an academy or if you're like more of a private institution you could be an academy okay but it doesn't have any distinction as terms of grade level also a quick thing about the school maybe <laughs> fix the random bullet holes in everything <laughs> I didn't even notice those. I mean, Jesus are Christ. They, everywhere? Yeah, they, they are, are everywhere. Oh, in lockers, in the cement, not in the pillars. It's just, you have the whole summer. I assume you have a staff <laughs> that can maybe put some <laughs> silly putty in those and kind of smooth them out. I mean, they're I, too talk busy about, getting all of their budget requests denied, Greg. <laughs> God, uh, talk about uh, re triggering these kids, <laughs> re traumatizing them. Yeah. Like, oh, by the way, you're back at school. That's no, where your friend died. That's where joke. your friend died. Uh, that's where your friend died. There was goddamn, uh, what am I trying to say here? Like, um, memorials. memorials set up in the classrooms yeah. and in their lockers where people died. Yeah. I don't think that was too far off the memorial. Like, I could, because that's just kid generated. Yeah. Like, them, like, making a desk. Like, that That happens, Or on I think. someone's locker yeah. that has and, been gone. Right. But the bullet holes, you are absolutely right, need to be <laughs> removed. That's like uh, Building Services 101. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, spray paint everywhere that says Phoenix we, Strong or we whatever. We had a guy uh, mm-hmm. die in our office, and he blood-soaked the carpet. The next day, the whole carpet was replaced. Time what out. Happened? What? <laughs> what uh, uh, did he get hurt? Yeah. He, um... I shouldn't be so gruesome with this. <laughs> did he? Okay, was it? Did he fall down or was he attacked? He was older in life, and whatever the resuscitation. Needs, <laughs> so knife fight, gotcha. <laughs> yes, yeah, he knife fight. Whatever the resuscitation needs that were um, needed for him uh, caused blood to get 
a lot of places in the office. Nobody, I don't think there was anybody in the office when this was happening. Mm-hmm. But was like if paramedics, or yeah. Something. But if you were to come in afterwards, there mm-hmm. was like lots of blood everywhere. I, I've been told. <laughs> I immediately went home when this just started happening. I just was like, I can't with, I can't mm-hmm. deal with this emotion right now. Yep, half day. See you guys. <laughs> but then, then literally the next day, carpet was replaced. So. And they can't replace a few <laughs> locker doors with bullet holes in them. There was, there didn't seem to be a ton of machine gun fire from the flashbacks. Mm-hmm. Which uh, kind of speaks to the horror. Mm-hmm. Hey, speaking of which, this is relevant. Did you see that in Parkland, the security officer was charged? He's going to get like a ton of years in, in prison for allegedly like fleeing the scene. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because there, there was a video that came out that. He didn't go back into the school. Mm-hmm. Like, he just booked it out of there. Mm-hmm. And I think he there's something to the effect of, like, he was even telling other people to leave, too, like, to not to be back away from it. I'm not in his shoes, but the, there's some parents that are mad at him. Bad scenario. Well, yeah. I, I don't want to comment on it because I can't imagine what that scenario would be like. However, if your job is to be a security officer... You think you would go through some kind of training or prep for? I just wonder this if, scenario. if some security officers don't do that in their mind. They're like, "Oh, I'm here to make sure school fights don't get out of yeah. hand." Like, blah blah blah. They don't actually think about like the protect and serve mm-hmm. and protect uh, portion yeah. of it. One thing that this comic book also does in the beginning is like it sets up this premise about how often this happens that it just it's hard to even like remember. Uh, the last time, I mean, we just had Virginia Beach mm-hmm. uh, last week where um, I think 12 city employees died uh, and like a pretty brutal uh, shooting. And like that's already seems like I'm getting that some of those details mixed with like the, the shooting that was a month before mm-hmm. right. or whatever. And so it, it's out of control. Uh, this and and that's what this comic book makes the enemy uh, gun control. Yeah. That that's the loose enemy here. Yeah, is uh, and all, like the parents, the Alex Joneses, the um, vigilantes. They're galvanizing around freedom of guns, and the kids are saying no guns. Right? There's yeah. not. Uh, yeah. There's not a equal like force between besides just the idea of gun control. Yeah. And this this super group that gets powers, um, which I also thought it was kind of. Well, I, it speaks to your point that this is going to be a force. They don't they talk about like an origin of like the Earth is going to start fighting back, and to do that, it's weaponized some people. That's like the mutation that occurs for these kids. Yeah, so I it, wasn't one hundred percent clear on that, but I think you're right. Probably get I, I was actually. Out I, w- I was going to ask you what was their origin, like because it's not. It can't be X Men. Um, no, but I think it is kind of rooted in this little forward here thing. That oh, that's probably why it's called ignited. Of, unimaginable agitation the human race acts out in unimaginable ways so the earth it's is going to push back and certain people worldwide are changing and transforming so the kids that are ignited within this setting are saying no guns but they are the only ones that have actually the means to do it so they are taking um measures to prevent the school board from arming teachers to prevent the vigilante parents that are coming in and like body armor with rifles and like ass- assault weapons. Is one of their secret powers the ability to make people shit their pants? I think so. It would seem. Fuck yes. That is cool if that's the case. I mean, I've. What a I've... power to have. <laughs> <laughs> is that like one of Wave's powers or I don't, I mean, like. Because one of the, near the end, there's a person who makes a bunch of adults vomit. 
and I assume it's the same kid. Yeah. That can make them shit their pants. Like a frequency thing or yeah. something? It's gotta that, be, yeah. Yeah. I, is that Wave, I think? Yeah. Caitlin's pointing to a hologram looking guy. He looks so cool. He does look cool. They all look cool. They Actually, all look the, cool the, art, shit. the art is awesome and it's super, super digitized, like line drawing. And I think they, everybody is model esque. Oh, they're like, it's like a CW show ready to go. Chiseled. Yeah. They're absolutely like, I. there was not a single person in my high school that looked that fine. There's a young Fabio. Fine. <laughs> yes. Not a Bob Barker head though. Pre, pre-Bob Barker head. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, like he. And he's completely tatted up. Did you guys have anybody at your school that, that even had a tattoo, much less sleeves? <laughs> no. No. No sleeves at my school. No. We had one person, and he was a complete and utter badass, and he had like a, a rosary <laughs> tattooed on his arm. Um, but that was like out of my class of whatever it was, 500. He also drove a motorcycle and can turn a jukebox on by hitting it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Did you guys have rules like um we yeah. had, we had a uh, we had like you guys had rules? I, we had rules. <laughs> you had rules. We had a rule you couldn't have facial hair. Oh, we didn't have that. Uh I think that might was that middle school or something? Yeah, middle school you couldn't have facial hair. If you were growing facial hair in middle school, you may have been a caveman. <laughs> I don't think I even had any hair in middle school. Like I was bald till I was seventeen. <laughs> you might be a caveman. You were <laughs> I had alopecia. <laughs> But I beat that's it. That's not it. I beat it. That's stop. Can they wear hats in school? We couldn't wear hats. We couldn't wear hats. That is a rule. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Like, who the fuck cares? I couldn't bring um, my horse to school. <laughs> and I couldn't. What about your peg leg? Let me be clear. I have two real legs, but I do carry around a peg leg. <laughs> Could you bring skateboards? No. Yeah, bring, they weren't allowed. Couldn't bring skateboards. Um, you know what, too? I'm asking because I don't remember any of this. <laughs> what, what my mind, so it, one theme in this book is that they have to get see-through backpacks. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, the fucking administration would just zero straight in on, like, no, the no cell phone rule, or which I don't think is a rule, actually, but, like, if they had, like, no gum, or mm-hmm. just, like, other, like, little tiny things that they could, like, regulate to. To make them feel like they had some semblance of control. Yeah. Or just to, like, piggyback on, like, that's how those things get exploited. Mm-hmm. If I had a backpack, I would be like, you need to pretend like you can't see I have all the contraband except for guns. Like, if you see a gun or a knife, go mm-hmm. ahead and take that out. Yeah. Put all my condoms and my marijuana. Yeah, that you That stays in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that won't hurt anyone. That won't hurt but anyone. It also just myself. Becomes, it also becomes, like, a way for people, for the kids themselves to, like, continue to terrorize each other. Mm-hmm. Also, I would wear a clear backpack. I know you would. I, w- I think I would too. I always wanted one of those clear phones. <laughs> I wouldn't. Clear I got, was cool. I always got like shit, like just in case I'm of emergencies, like weird ass like stuff. Uh-huh. And I don't want people knowing where it is or what it is I have. You I would still figure... have like pencil cases. They can see the pencil case. They just oh, can't see what's that's there. a good call. Yeah. I guarantee girls are having tampons in there. Mm. That's what's happening. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> Super dope. I would just figure out a way <laughs> to seal uh, my clear backpack and fill it with water and put. A- <laughs> And put fish in there. I'd be like, I'd be like Aquarium the goofy, backpack. the goofy of my high school, just like yuck. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There's Greg's the... got a backpack full of fish. I'm sorry, the fish ate my homework. <laughs> Mr. Lecta, you've been in high school for thirty years. 
please graduate. You're the guy with the motorcycle and yeah. the tattoo. You just I mean, have an uh-huh, aquarium su- backpack. Surprise. <laughs> I was hanging out with uh, an administrator a couple days ago. And sick. we were talking. It was so Stop. sick. It was crazy. <laughs> we were talking about uh, this idea that kids will claim they get their textbooks stolen. Have you heard that? No. no. Like, because, you know, like in high school, you don't buy your textbooks. You right. just, you have them given to you. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, my book was stolen. And it's like, no. Like, like no, nobody's stealing your textbook because no. there's no profit margin. And they have their own. <laughs> right. You can't sell it on eBay. Right. You ever tried to sell back textbooks to half-price books? It doesn't oh, yeah, work it's in your favor. They laugh at you. Yeah. We'll give yeah. you a penny. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Fine. You knew I was here. I was victim to whatever you're going to give me anyway. <laughs> we can give you store credit for a nickel. Sure. <laughs> every time I'm in there, I'm mo- the comic book section is by the trade-ins. Mm-hmm. With every ten minutes, is somebody like just downtrodden, being like, "That's it. I thought this, these were valuable. Fine." Yeah. <laughs> like they have a market. Just uh-huh. stacks. Mm-hmm. Forty books high stacks. They're like twenty-five bucks. Mm-hmm. And you got to be like, okay, I oh, don't want to lug these that out of here. To me, twenty-five. <laughs> if I had forty books and got twenty-five books. I'd put that straight back into comics. Yeah. In fact, I normally do. That's exactly what I do. They I, raise their prices on the comics. Yeah, but they... Here's a little tip. Ooh, tip me. Um, they pull the stuff inside that clear box, mm-hmm. but they have no fucking clue what the stuff is outside of the clear box. Oh, no, no, no. Totally. And so, like, yeah. So you could go... And all of it is kind of banged up and not uh, bagged and boarded. Yeah. So, kind of annoying. But you can find some good stuff in there. Yeah. a bunch of love and rockets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always flip through and I always want to buy them, but I... Um, so that, but like the base price used to be a buck. Oh, like that's, every, that's everything correct. not marked used to be a buck. Now it's two dollars. Can I, can I ask you guys a question about this? Because yeah. this is curious to me. So I found a um, sweet tooth number one there. Whoa. Um, like I wanted to like brag to the cashier and be like, I got you. Like I, I <laughs> fucked you. <laughs> do you guys have that emotion or do, yeah. you, do you just take it? You, do, you, do you say oh, anything? Yeah. Like what do you do? Well, I, when you found that back girl. At the auction house, we were all like, mm, like, I almost kind of want to get out as quick as possible before someone discovers Before what somebody we notices it. But the, you're in the right. There, there's nothing they can do at that no. point. Like, I almost want to, like, collect all the ones that are valuable, take them back up to the counter, and be like, you need to put these in the clear box. So, By I thought, the way, I have a job here now. Yeah. So I've thought about that, too. And, By the way, I have a job but here is, now. <laughs> is it better to just buy it for yourself or to tell to be like to flex on them and be like, <sighs> shit, I don't know. I I, I have one. If to... you're gonna buy them, like if yeah. you're gonna, if you're not, you can at least be like, I don't know. I wouldn't do that because <laughs> to me, the thrill is in the hunt. That's why people are sifting through those every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not, I mean, even if they're trying to complete a run, it's still like a treasure that they've found. Yeah, for sure. Like, why take that away from somebody? So when I was playing like a magic a ton Mm -hmm. to the point that I would like go to tournaments and then sell all my cards. There was a shop I would go to where I knew that the owner didn't play magic. So like he wasn't up on like his upkeep of cards. And as I would go through the cards, he would follow me like furiously looking up cards on eBay and trying to like pull them like before I could like get to them. That's so shitty. It is the the shittiest like thing. And like because if he's looking them up too, he doesn't know. He's not. That's not the name of the game. Like then you know what I mean. Like that's. Ugh. I guess that is the it is this weird like competition. Now that would be the thing I would love to get tapped for in the future world um, to fight against the government is like you were good at finding collectible valuable collectibles in cardboard boxes. You're our top rooter. <laughs> You're like a pig finding truffles. You found those collectibles that no one else is able to find. 
<laughs> Piggy, get in here. <laughs> Truffles. That would be my nickname. Your, nickname? <laughs> yeah. Your coder name is Truffles. <laughs> Truffles. Get Truffles in here. <laughs> I'll find it. <laughs> I'll That's suss it out. Tagline, I'll find it. <laughs> Nominally more valuable than something else. <laughs> There's nothing truffles can't find. <laughs> well, I you feel ignited. You should make ignited. that noise while you're sifting through. I imagine you're like pawing through them. I do get, I do get a sense of like adrenaline. I, oh yeah. yeah, for sure. It feels so good. It was a great day. It, it was, was a great, great day. day. It was a, a themed, themed week for comic books. Do you remember when we used to do each individual sign-offs at the end? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. <laughs> well, this is Budget King, and I'll show myself out. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> This has been another episode of First Issue Club. We are a proud member of the Fountain City Frequency family of podcasts. Our music is provided by Primary Color Music. We are recorded in KCUR Studios. You can find us, rate us, friend, and follow us on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, email, and your favorite listening platforms at First Issue Club, F-I-R-S-T. I think so, yeah. All right, everybody, unplug your um, cords and, and <laughs> tangle them all up. <laughs> All right, make a mess, everybody. <laughs>